This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, some days you see the board, other days you don't see the board. Considering the fact that the Yankee-White Sox game was handicapped for Friday, got moved to Saturday, if that game would have been played on Friday, we saw the board perfect, went 5-0 on baseball. But on Saturday, we did not see the board well. For the day, we end up losing $157.15. Let's recap it real quick. In the Preakness Stakes, well, we had the favorite, or excuse me, we had the winner, but we played an all on top, so that wasn't tough to do. We had the third place horse. We just missed in the middle, so we lose the 50 bucks on the Preakness. In the USFL, our total between Tampa Bay and Philadelphia, well, that flew over the number, so we cashed that one. But I think I'm done betting against Birmingham. I do think they'll lose this year, but I don't know when. We lose with Michigan. Dreadful second half for them. Then in Major League Baseball, the Pirates dug a deep hole against St. Louis. They battled back to make it 5-4. They just could never get that tying run, so we lose that one by a run. Then we do cash the Yankees, the minus one and a half cashes with a $115 win. We do get our total under between San Diego and San Francisco. We got the pitcher's duel we expected, a two-to-one game. We win $86.95. Then our first five dog of the day, we played the Oakland A's. It was no score going into the bottom of the fifth, but the Angels pushed one across, so we lose the wager there. Then Boston and Seattle, we played the first five under five, and now I regret it because that one had a four spot put up in the top of the first. It goes over quickly, and we lose the $100. So that day is done. We move on, and we hope we see the card a little better today. Don't forget, we have three open wagers still pending out there for us on the PGA Tour with the PGA Championship, a top 10 for Justin Thomas, plus 200. He's currently in seventh. So that one would be cashing as of today. We have a top 20 wager out there for Tony Finau at a plus 200. He's currently 45th. So he's really going to have to make some things happen on Sunday for us to cash that one. And then we have a top 40 with Taylor Gooch. That's a plus 140 there. He's currently in 36. So we're barely cashing that one. All three of those golfers shot four over yesterday. Not what I wanted to see. So now let's get to the plays for Sunday, and we lead off with the USFL. It is the New Jersey Generals and the Houston Gamblers over 39 and a half. So a four and one team against a one and four team. The Generals have won four straight. The Gamblers have lost four straight. Scoring appears to be picking up a little bit in the USFL. The Gamblers games are averaging 44.6 points per game. The Generals have averaged 24 points per game. Over the last three, I'm going to take the over between the Generals and the Gamblers over the 39 and a half. Next up, game number two for us in the USFL. It's actually the early game on Sunday. It is the New Orleans Breakers and the Pittsburgh Maulers under 36 and a half. So the Maulers scored 21 points last week and route to their first victory of the season. With that said, 
They're still only averaging 12 points per game. The Breakers, Dean, now they're giving up about 17 points per game. If any game is staying under the total this week in the USFL, it should be this one. I'll make the Mahlers score enough to beat me in back-to-back weeks before I start believing. Under 39.5 is the play between the Breakers and the Mahlers. Next up, we go to Major League Baseball, and we're going to lead off with a first five under between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies under the five and a half at a minus 120. So for LA, it's Tony Gosselin going for the Dodgers, a 1.64 ERA and a 1.03 whip. Last three starts, he's gone five or more with only seven hits given up total. Road ERA of 2.25 this season. For Philadelphia, it's Zach Eflin going for the Phillies, a 3.90 ERA and a 1.20 whip. He's had three bad starts this season, but all three were on the road. At home, he has a 1.13 ERA over 16 innings. In day games, he has a 1.86 ERA. Both teams do hit righties well, but I do feel like I'm missing something here. It's going to be hot, a chance of rain, but the winds are still in the single digits. Maybe it'll be 7-7 after two innings, but I think 5.5 is too good to be true. I'll take the bait. Under 5.5 in the first five between the Dodgers and the Phillies is the play at a minus 120. Next up, it is your game under, and we're going to play the Atlanta Braves and the Miami Marlins under the 7 at a plus 105. So with the Oakland A's and the LA Angels on the board, it was tough to pull that one off with Irvin coming back for the A's, but I got to play this one. For Atlanta, it's Ian Anderson taking the bump for the Braves, 3-2 and two this year, a 3.75 ERA and a 1.33 whip. One start against Miami so far, five innings, three runs. His last start at Milwaukee was a good one, six innings and one run. Road ERA is excellent with a 1.96 over 23 innings. For Miami, it's Sandy Alcatarana taking the mound for the Marlins. I need to keep practicing his game since I plan to bet him almost every week. 2.49 ERA, a 1.11 whip. Last two starts, he's been really good. 15 innings, two runs, and only five hits. Crazy good. 2.57 ERA at home so far this season. I like the Marlins to win this game, but I'm going to take the under seven between the Braves and the Marlins at a plus 105. Next up, it is your first five-inning dog of the day, and we're going to take the Chicago White Sox over the New York Yankees at a plus 145. This is game two of the doubleheader, scheduled to start at 7 p.m. Eastern. For the White Sox, it is Michael Kopech. He'll tow the rubber for Chicago. He has an 0-1 record, a 1.54 ERA, and a 0.94 whip. How does this guy not have a win yet? Opponents are hitting just 137 off of him, and he has a 0.69 ERA on the road. For New York, it's Luis Severino going for the Yankees. He's 3-0, a 3.63 ERA, and a 1.18 whip. Last start was strong, six innings, one run, and just one hit against Baltimore. His home ERA, a little shaky though, a 4.34 so far this season at Yankee Stadium. I can't bet against the Yankees over nine innings, but I'm going to press my luck in the first five. Kopech is just too good to pass up. 
So I'm on the White Sox over the Yankees, plus the 145. Next up, it is your dog of the day. And we're on the Arizona Diamondbacks over the Chicago Cubs at a plus 105. So not a big dog, just a little dog today. For Arizona, it is Merrill Kelly going for the D-backs, a 3.27 ERA and a 1.27 whip. He had a 1.22 ERA leading up to his May 11th start. Last two starts have been bad, really bad, including two innings and eight runs at the Dodgers earlier this week. To steal a line from the show, Ted Lasso, he needs to act like a goldfish and have a short memory. For Chicago, it's Wade Miley going for the Cubbies, a 2.70 ERA and a 1.10 whip over just 10 innings this year. This would likely be another great first five under, but I'm calling for the Cubs' miserable start to continue. Arizona plus the 105 is the play. Then the final game on the card for you is on the run line. We're going to take the Houston Astros minus the one and a half over the Texas Rangers at a plus 110. So for Texas, it's Tyler Hearn getting the call for the Rangers, a 5.46 ERA and a 1.69 whip. He had an excellent start against Kansas City, a couple back going five innings, no runs and just one hit. Other than that, I don't see much. Opponents are hitting 286 off of him this year. For Houston, it's Jose or Cutie. Yeah, I mispronounce every name, so I apologize for that. But he's going for the Strohs a 4.81 ERA and a 1.49 whip. He threw batting practice at Boston last time out, giving up 12 hits, four runs over five innings. He's been awful on the road, but at home, which this game is at, he has a 1.54 ERA over 11 and two-thirds innings. Last year, he had a 3.35 ERA at home. First five over might be a decent play, but I have a feeling Jose will have a good start today. I'm playing the minus one and a half for the Astros at a plus 110. So let's recap your card for a Sunday. In the USFL, we're on the New Jersey Generals and the Houston Gamblers over the 39 and a half. We're on the New Orleans Breakers and the Pittsburgh Maulers under the 36 and a half. In Major League Baseball, your first five under, we like the LA Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies under the five and a half at a minus 120. Your game under, we're on the Atlanta Braves and the Miami Marlins under the seven at a plus 105. Your first five dog, we're on the Chicago White Sox over the New York Yankees at a plus 145 in game number two of that doubleheader. Your dog of the day, we're on the Arizona Diamondbacks over the Chicago Cubs at a plus 105. In your run line, we're on the Houston Astros minus the one and a half over the Texas Rangers at a plus 110. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.